having a hiatus right about now yeah the world's having the world's having one too but yeah when the world's asleep that's when the party boys come back yeah and when all the bars are closed and the nightclubs empty that's when the party boys are like time to shine clearly that's when we only do podcasts when we're not you know getting drunk and doing party boy stuff yeah well the podcast back because we've willingly or unwillingly we we can no longer party. And by party, I'm, we mean make comedy. Yeah, yeah. We're Ross, not party boys. Ross, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's all a lie, baby. It's all a lie. You're ruining our image. We spent thousands on marketing. That's barely an exaggeration. We probably have spent thousands. Yeah, well, I wasn't exaggerating. I wasn't saying hundreds of thousands. But thousands, sure. You probably have spent that much in general. Think about it. Hmm. How much money have I thrown down the hole that is comedy? The abyss, the comedy abyss. And it is a hole. Oh, yeah. But any hole's a goal, you know. Comedy's the dream. That's why you're always fucking that hole with all the money in it. <laughs> Gotta get that money hole. Get that money shot in that money hole. If no That's... one else, if I can't have you, no one can. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, how's, how's isolation life been treating you, Purdy? You seem at your wit's end. You've watched some strange films you've been telling me about. Yeah, so... So what happens when you're in strange times? You turn you to... Turn to the Strange television. Film. Well, I'm not that desperate yet. That's fair enough. I'm not going to watch House Rules. <laughs> I mean, two. That's when there's what House Rules two. There's a second, or is it just a new series? They don't call it. They don't number it like it's a sequel. No, there's House Rules, and then there's House Rules two. Really? No. Okay. Did you believe? Okay, no? I, I mean, mean, I, I, I could. I mean, I could. What what happened in House Rules One? Catch me up. Up, oh, so some cunts built some houses. That it? That's about it. And then some guy named LP's like not LB. <sighs> I had to get it right. I have to show off my knowledge. <laughs> Could have said LP. Who cares? Some guy with initials for a name judges him. Why do you, he's, his name's definitely an initial because it's too foreign for Aussies to understand. Uh, I think there's a 90% chance of that. I think he's just off his own ass. Really? He's like, he thinks his prince wants to be known by a symbol or just two letters without any, sil- without any uh, 
you know, vows. Probably that. He probably wants to be like Prince, but without the um, talent, the mu- the talent, the music, the weird segue into Christianity. Oh. He became Christ- Christian, did he? For a, pe- for a period. Yeah, I didn't know that. I always learn a lot from your birds. Well, speaking of learning a lot, your viewing habits in these dark times, you've went strange times, you binge watch Stranger Things, and then when there was nothing left, you got even stranger than Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been telling me about these movies that the plot lines terrify me. <laughs> Firstly, the Greasy Strangler. Yeah, weirdly enough, that's the film that actually has a plot, sort of a relationships. Yeah, characters have motivations. I mean, they always change on a whim for no reason, <laughs> but it's something. I mean, just a incredibly old eccentric man and his son, who's like forty years old, <laughs> live together. Um. Strange old man at night gets naked, covers himself in grease, and then strangles people. <laughs> Do you ever find out his motivation? Like why he does it? No, not at all. He's just a freak. <laughs> I mean, I think that thing with crime is like you always want to rationalize it. Like, you know, he was beaten with a baseball bat when he was young, so now he murders with a baseball bat. And that, you know, it's like some kind of learned behavior. But yeah. This guy just loves grease. He wants grease <laughs> and all his foods. He ate at KFC once and was just like, I want to be covered in this and kill people. The whole time. That's... Oh, and while this is happening, the son's hooking up with this woman. Then there's a love triangle that emerges. There's a lot of sex scenes. A lot of grotesque sex scenes. With an old man. And... Just with, with a this big, big dick. <laughs> Just walking around. The dick has legs. It's just an animated... It might as well be. <laughs> has, it, has any of these actors been in any other films? Um, the two actors are just in other films directed by the same guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the woman... The woman I think I looked her up. She was on Eastbound and Down or something. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's right. I think she's the only one with any kind of claim to fame in that film. The others, uh, it's like the director's like Tim Burton and these two, these two freaks. He's Johnny Depp and um, fuck. The guy, I did the say this film married. was a lot like, Wes, I did say this film was a lot like Wes Anderson on meth. <laughs> Being like really quirky colours and Oh yeah, certain you know ways of framing stuff, but you know, just with weird scenes of like shirtless Indian men mispronouncing potato. <laughs> what? That's that's a thing in the film. Jesus. Well, well, I guess they all they all can't be Shawshanks, right? No. The, this, the old A lot dog. of this film is just repeating phrases. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. The whole three-minute scene where they're naked and then just start saying hootie-tootie, disco-cutie. 
Is that does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> then the woman plays around with her ass like it's a mouth opening up while she's saying hootie tootie disco cutie. Wow. Wow. You know, the sick thing is I'm going to watch all these recommendations just to see if you're telling the truth. I could be making this up. He could, it, he, sounds, he, he could be making this up. And then the, one, then the next one you watched. Oh, is, boy. It's even weirder. Where do you find See, these things? Plot, Greasy Strangler has a plot, like I said, plot and character. <laughs> Can't even take it There's seriously. There's a relationship. There's like a thing going on with like father and son and stuff. This yeah. next film is just a series of vignettes loosely based on the idea of some post-apocalypse. I mean, an earthquake happened, but all of a sudden everyone looks like radiated mutants <laughs> with like seeping boils on their face and pus. And... Jesus. <sighs> oh my God. Anyway. Uh, one man, he goes to a clinic. He wants to get rid of his fear. What's his fear of, Damien? Oh, you told me this before. It's an irrational fear. It's... It's a fear. Rational. You think it's, you think it's rational? It's a rational fear. Like, uh, balloons, but not balloons, balloons, a certain type of balloons, colloquial balloons. Boobs. He's scared of boobs. Titties, Titties. big ass titties. (laughs) Just big big ones. Big old bitties. He hates big old titties. He's fine with the small one. Because they're not intimidating. Don't, I don't remind him of his mother. No, oh, is that you? reckon that's, that's it? Not the that's not it. There's no made of. There's, you, there's no motivation. Explained. You're thinking like a writer. Get it, like throw that out. This film obviously didn't have any of those. Right? <laughs> it was written. It was written by a hip hop producer and DJ. <laughs> He's known okay. for making beats, not <laughs> weird experimental films where this guy goes to a clinic, tries to get rid of his fear of titties. <laughs> the cue involves funk legend uh, George Clinton being a doctor, uh, <laughs> getting an insect out of his ass to squirt weird jukes <laughs> all over the guy. Did he put the insect in there or was just living in there already? It was just living in there. It comes out. <laughs> He, he presents his ass in the same way I present my ass uh, in Safari. That showed long ago. But instead of honey, there was an insect that came out. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, that's, that's movies these days for you, Bertie. No plot. No reason. It's just weird shit that happens. Uh, Guy fucks a boil. Oh my god! Got his girlfriend's like face. Yeah, this is the stories of a man who's watched everything else that's out there on the internet and on Netflix (laughs) and on the television. This is what he's resorting to. Things that don't make any more sense anymore. If anyone's got any television recommendations that that have a narrative, it'd be great to send them our way. Don't know. I think narratives are overrated now. I think that's what this pandemic has made me realize. I mean, what is the what is the global narrative right now? Let's get deep. Sure. Let's get deep.
go as deep as that insect in that bum bum hole. Was it nesting I can't, I wonder if when he was part of Parliament Funkadelic, he was recording his albums and he turned the boots and he said, one day I'm going to be in a film, man, where a CGI insect crawls out of my butt. Is it, he's, he's like, he is a music legend. At what point did he read the script and he's like, all right, cool, a bug comes out my butt. Sure, why not? <laughs> At what point he's just like, why would he agree to that? <laughs> you know, it was made by someone else in the music industry, arguably one of his peers, maybe someone who wanted to collaborate and was inspired by his work. I, whenever I see one of my idols, I'm like, not, I don't want to see a bug come out of their anus, you know? <laughs> you don't? I mean, why not? <laughs> you know, if I see, if I see a comedic great, I don't, I don't want a bug to come out of their anus and film it. <laughs> like, I even CGI it. Or even I'm just imagining a stand-up special <laughs> where like a comedian goes on stage, but instead he just pulls his pants down and an insect comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Ever notice when you're living in the ass, you try to go to the to the, the left ass cheek. The bug does stand on up. The face and the right ass cheek. It's just a concept now and the bug does the whole stand-up. Oh, boy. The large intestine, they ought to call that thing the... the, the not as small intestine. It's not as small, but it's not as large. Oh, I guess you gotta live inside here to get to comedy. <laughs> oh, my God. That'll be my next show. <laughs> bug boy <laughs> bug, bug does stand up out of man's anus hey you could do it's got to be that new yorker as well <laughs> and then you get it's like you can't it's intestine so dislodge intestine you know the real estate agent said large move in here it's worse than my new york apartment this place you can't swing a cat Oh, I tell you, I don't like these white blood cells mixing with these red blood cells. What? Why are you saying I'm edgy for? <laughs> this is real life that's happening. Oh, God. Bug the races. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? In the fictional world of the large intestine, <laughs> my bugs. You don't know what racist scumbags are living inside you, Damien. <laughs> You know what, my next door neighbor, tapeworm. He's a real parasite. Yeah, I said it. He's a real fucking parasite. He's just mooching off that feces. Acting like he owns the place. Taking more than his fair share, you know what I mean? All I'm saying is he don't belong here. Get out of here, tapeworm. <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, finding new content to watch is yeah. tough, but yes. But are uh, you saying Dayton's getting tough out there? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> this story is the like it, it concerns me. It concerns me 
what you're swiping right on. <laughs> but it also concerns me that it, it, this, is what, this is what it's come to. A lot of people are doing it tough out there, obviously. And that's not funny. Okay, let me just start off the story by saying I'm not 100% sure she was telling the truth. <laughs> Which is why I gave the responses I gave. Yeah. Purdy, he's not heartless. He's... Otherwise, I'd come off a real dick. Yeah, yeah. But he's not heartless. He's comedically negligent at worst. Okay? You know, that, let's just keep that in mind. Go on. Right. So Tinder. We've all had experiences with it. Some good. Like crazy, some crazy. bad. Yeah. So I match with someone. I open with the usual, hi, how are you? She comes back with third day homeless. Well, it's better than good. It's more interesting and engaging. This is something to talk about. Yeah. She doesn't have the E after home, so it just says homeless. Maybe she's no longer so Zen, thought, you know, like hum. So at first, I'm like, well, what is this? Homeless? Yeah, I'm homeless too. Then she goes on. Then did she correct the spelling? No, she never corrected the spelling. So maybe it's just an innocent misunderstanding. So next, she goes, no. Three days homeless, <laughs> sleeping on a bench at a shopping center. Now, there's a lot of spelling mistakes. There's a lot of, there's this weird sense that I'm being fucked with. Yeah. You know, get that? Like, you feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When someone's just. How's, someone's how's just anyone yeah, someone's just having a laugh. They're not really homeless. They're, They're just. Not homeless at all. The homeless are known for their grammar. So, red flag straight away. Right. So, oof. Then what happened? Right. She says she moved. She lived with her friend. She moved out when her friend moved to her dream home. She isn't on Centrelink. She hasn't eaten for three days. Then she comments, "I just vomited." Yeah, it doesn't check I, out. I then reply with a gif of a baby puking. Because what am I meant to say to someone that's just said, I just puked? I feel but, like if you were, even if you were homeless, you wouldn't say, I've just puked. No. To someone on a dating app. Yeah, no, no. That's a, I, that's a deal breaker. Like, no one says, you know, you up, I'm puking. Come round. Oh, you puked? I just farted. <laughs> you into this? There's body fluids what you into? <laughs> hey, there's people... There's a, there's a lot of people who are, man. Don't kink shame. I ain't shaming no one's kink. The only kink that should be shamed is the one hosted by Andy Nulch. <laughs> is that still a thing? It was two years ago. Oh god. Where was I in the story? Uh wonderful she just, story. She, she just vomited. Cute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Then it escalates. <laughs> then she's like, you got a roof over your head? Uh can I i I'll stay over, I'll give you head. 
Mm. Head as in oral sex thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've heard of yeah. it before. The vomiting mouth. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. She's talking about putting it near my genitals. <laughs> well, honey, hope you clean up that <laughs> mouth first. Don't want that puke all over my dingus. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so I reply with, no. I'm sorry, I only eat the booty. Because <laughs> what else am I supposed to respond with? Yeah, baby, suckle my duckle. <laughs> Suck my dongle. She then replies with, <clears throat> she then replies with, I'll let you eat my booty. If you buy me food and smokes. Now, See, this that, is where things are getting good. Well, look, she's the thing, willing to exchange sexual acts in exchange for trades and services. Yeah. Now, usually, you had to go to a brothel if you wanted something like that. So this and seems like a bargain. A lot of money. <laughs> but here, I'm just have to part with food and smokes. <laughs> this is great. I said, yeah, sure. Just to see where it would go. Yeah. She then replies with bullshit, you would. And I said, yeah, why not? And then two packs of Winnie Blues and a, a, a box of Pringles later. I fucking ate that booty like it was Christmas dinner, baby. <laughs> okay, that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Birdie's a gentleman. But it's a gentleman. It just kind of ended. It ended, and then, uh, then a couple days later, I'm like, what the hell's going on with this? Did you message again? I messaged her again, but kind of a trolling type message. Yeah. To see if she would respond. I said, coochie pick. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and? Nothing. Well. You were offering head and booty eating just a couple days ago. <laughs> now you can't even part with it. <laughs> Good Lord. I hope for all our sakes, it was just a joke. I really do. I feel really bad. Now, yeah, you laugh about it now, but it, you know, a lot of people struggle. A lot of people really lost their jobs. Out one minute, I'm just like, yeah, I'll fucking buy you some things for sex. I'll take advantage of you in this desperate state. Oh, man. Or maybe she... Yeah. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah, but at least, you know, at least there's an option to exchange goods and services. If either, I think if either of us were ended up in that position, we'd just have to make money from bum fights I don't know. How, yeah. how, how would you make money aside from fighting another person in your situation? I mean, all, all, the, all the sports are cancelled. AFL, NRL, the other ones. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, bun fights. That's, what's, that's where it's at now. Yeah. You put any money on them this week? I put 20 bucks on bun fights. <laughs> Just for bum Super fights. Versus Ebola, Edward. 
Yeah, I think Toothless Joe, he's, um, I think he's going to win initially, but I think Ebola Edwards is going to play he's that long game. So he can, like, chew into Toothless Joe. Yeah. That's the one downside for Toothless Joe. Oh, boy. Good Lord. So, how are you dealing with COVID? Um, teaching, uh, I'm a problem gambler. I'm just yeah. back on the online pokers again. Mm. I need a win, Purdy. I need a win. Uh, Vegas. Oh, yeah, Vegas, baby. No, I don't, I'm not going to go to America. There, I mean, it's bad oh, here. The worst. They're worse. Yeah, control. There's not going to be in America after this, by the looks of it. It's going to be just empty, just empty. Probably it's for the best. Be bottles, bottle, empty bottles of bleach. <laughs> what everyone's talking about now? Got that out of the way. Yeah, we're topical. Hopefully, we release as well. This is still a thing. Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. No, I think people are going to remember. Yeah. Have you, yeah, I, I've, been, I've been watching other people's Zoom comedy nights, right? Right. Where you try to emulate the live atmosphere of a loving, giving audience from the comfort of your computer screen in your tracky dacks. Not the same. Not the same. It, feels, it just feels like a conversation. Yeah, there's no there's no audience member that falls asleep. Yeah. And then the comedian finds this as an affront, so starts yelling at him. None yeah. of that. There's none of that beautiful, spontaneous, live audience interaction. You know, you can't even... When they want to spit on you, you can't even feel it in your face. No. <clears throat> I mean, when you try and do crowd work, then you realise you're fucking awful at talking to people. Things... <laughs> Go into an awkward pit of social nothingness. Mm. And then you realize you've killed the night dead. Well, you exactly. Just material. Yeah, but, but at oh, least... I, give me five minutes. I can save this. I can save this. I'll dig myself out of the hole <laughs> by digging deeper. I'll dig in deeper, Damien. I'll well, go in deeper. You know what? Like, that's the thing. Live audiences, like, live audiences they're not forgiving. You know, like you're talking to someone on your computer, they can be like, oh, sorry, I didn't laugh. I was on mute. Even if they weren't on mute, you know, they can just say they're on mute. And that's like, oh, I was laughing. Just, just on mute. I was laughing in here. Yeah, you can click out the window too, so there's none of that awkward. If a person gets up, then they get called out by the comedian who finds this in the front. Yeah, they, they don't what? know. They're... What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. I'm doing gold right now. I'm doing goddamn gold. If you want to hear me burn more stand-up bridges, listen to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. <laughs> All available podcast platforms. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah uh, I've listened to a few episodes. He definitely uh, upsets people. <laughs> More, not, more, more confuses them, I'd say. I'd say it's more confused. Yeah, they're just like, what's the point of this? <laughs> Are you meant to make me upset? 
Am I meant to agree with you? Or, or something else? And then I think I don't realize. Just confusion. Go. I think confusion's the name of the game. You invite someone on to, to help you start building a name in your comedy and you want to leave them as confused and misguided as possible, right? I mean, sure. Uh, can't remember the last time I left the house, Purdy. Oh, yeah. See, I don't even know why I miss going out so much. I didn't even go out. Yeah, I got no goddamn friends. I'm, I'm your friend, Purdy. Two people, two free people. Yeah, that's all right. It's fine. Yeah, they need a couple. Make the world go around. You find out who your real friends are, Purdy, these times. <laughs> it's me. See, what do I see right now? See, it's Is me. That it's that homeless girl. It's... It's, we're still well, talking to you. It's her booty at this point. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Dating's hard, man. <laughs> Take it from me, someone who's never been in a relationship. Dating is hard. <laughs> the only kind of girls that are interested in me are homeless ones. <laughs> and I <laughs> You just want to take advantage of my fact that I, I live in a home. There's a there's a man in this home. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> this has gotta be you you've gotta you know every stand up has their dating material. This has got to be you gotta do like a deadly serious like dating dating set, but it's just stuff that's entirely unrelatable. What like um Eating a homeless girl's booty. <laughs> Pretty much. They're, they're renowned for their hygiene. If I were to talk about real life stuff that actually happens to me, it would still be, it would still be unrelatable. <laughs> that, that's, so you might as well, you might as well true. just go cartoonishly wild. <laughs> you gotta write if a I new... I talk about my real life and people are like, what? <laughs> you know? At least here I come out thinking, you know, at least you don't nothing about me. <laughs> Just don't know how I live. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. The weird thing about you stand-ups going up on stage and like, this is my life, man. <laughs> this is so, what I think. So it's just, it's just something relatable. And you're like, meh, seems too normal. This, this, this guy knows nothing about dating. He's never even eaten the homeless girl's booty. He has not once. Have you even been on a date before, man? Yep, and I'm like, present that booty. Then they immediately leave. And I'm like, hey, I was told they would appreciate me being up front. Didn't want to play games. I didn't want to say Netflix and chill. Who knows what chill means? I right. said, I mean, there's nothing chill about getting inside the warm, laughing. 
What? I'm grossing myself out right now. <laughs> oh, God. I can't my sentence. Uh, it's, it's, it's ISO madness, Bertie. It's isolation madness. <clears throat> have you missed us, listeners? Have you missed this? I don't think they have. <laughs> Honestly. No. I'm a, I think, yeah. I mean, maybe they have. I think this has been entertaining. They've caught up. Comedy Fest got cancelled. That's why you're not watching us right now as well. We forgot to yeah. mention that. It's been a while. We're going to do a batshit insane fun variety night with a whole bunch of cool cats. But it got cancelled. I'm going to unleash a controversial hot take right now. Just for mm. the sake of conversation. But I also kind of believe it. All right. Lay it on me. I kind of don't care that Comedy Festival got cancelled. Whoa. Why? I don't know. I just kind of get nothing out of it anymore, you know? Because, I mean, as an audience member, as a performer. Uh, Because they're not bringing any interesting acts for you to be inspired by. But the type of acts they support, I don't know, I don't really like. Like, they bring over from overseas and just like, like, whatever. And then as a performer, I don't like going to fucking festival club, man. Sometimes it's like if you get drunk enough, it's okay to dance, but meh. Is this because you almost got kicked out by the security guard last year, last night, closing night party, because you drank a bottle of whiskey in front of him? (laughs) Yeah, that's one of those examples where I I was drunk. I didn't know what was happening. Checks out. And then clearly, if I knew what was happening, I wouldn't have drunk a (laughs) a drink in front of a security guard. (laughs) You did it. It was spectacular because you did it right in the doorway. Like literally, that entire room was concealed except for that doorway. And you walked into the doorway. I could. I could. I could have drunk it anyway. I could have gone into a toilet stall. You could have oh, just. What was going on? There was walls, hidden walls, every single place within a one meter radius, and you found the one place he could see you. I think I wanted to get caught. You're just a bad boy of comedy, Purdy. You like upsetting I... people. You just burnt the whole comedy festival bridge. There goes our FMV, man. There goes our festival managed venue. Were they ever going to give us one? Definitely not. No. <laughs> You've Look, had some good I times burnt, there. I already, I already burnt that comedy festival bridge when I touched a funny ton rider's shoulder. I thought you, I thought that you threw an orange. No, this person, I touched her shoulder. <laughs> there were multiple complaints that year. <laughs> yeah. I threw oranges <laughs> for a show that was really bad. I wrote it in two nights. Did you actually? No, you didn't. Uh, that's an exaggeration, but <laughs> it, was, did think it didn't work that hard on it. It, 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 it was, was actually, that thing where it's like I was pushing it further and further, like I should work on it, but I should work on it. I was pretty entertained by it. Yeah, but... Fucked in the head, man. Yeah, that's true. It's true. 
I think you, you scar, I saw you scar my friend's boyfriend. He was never the same again. And I like that. I think, you know, he's never going to forget that show. For better or for worse. Yeah. That's, it's all about that, that live performance experience, man. Man, you know. Just nothing man, like it. Live performance, man. It's like... Fall asleep and a performer gets angry. <laughs> You've brought this up several times. Has this happened? Have you fallen asleep before and been singled out? I feel like I've seen it happen a lot. Uh, yeah, I've de- I think I've definitely seen it happen as well. Yeah, I've definitely, like, maybe not paid attention once, and then it was obvious I wasn't paying attention, and then I got called out for it. Hmm. And that's just like, come on, man, whatever. Just do the show. I'm not bothering anyone. Yeah. Well, you know, this lockdown, it's a great time to... Stupid ego. To What? Your stupid ego. The ego. I'm yelling at this fictional... I'm yelling at your ego. <laughs> I'm ego. I think we might run out of time soon. We're drawing to an end. But... How long have we been going on for? Oh, shit. Don't, don't. I have no clue. Have you been keeping tabs? No, I, I have not at all. I don't... Uh, like a little, like 15 minutes under an hour? Yeah, all right. Well, that flew, flew pretty quickly. I but, say uh, just ring out the hour by making noises. <laughs> well, I think we should, you know, like now's a great time to, you know, while you're at home, to learn a new skill, you know? Everyone keeps saying that. Maybe, maybe learn a language, Purdy. I don't know. You look like you LARP. Maybe Elvish. I do look like I LARP, <laughs> but I don't, believe I know, it or not. I know you don't. That's uh, it's the bane of your existence. The guy who looks like he LARPs, but doesn't LARP. Um, yeah. That could be a character. Video games. Nah. (laughs) I just watch films where a guy gets greased up and strangles people to death. (laughs) But you, but it's better looking like someone who laughs than someone who watches guys grease themselves up and strangle people. It's a fictional film. It's not like a snuff film. I'm watching. You people. Jeez. Still, still, you know, it's better to look like someone who laughs. They're friendly people. Get together in parks, fake swords, wave it around. No, nah, they're really angry. <laughs> Are they? Really angry about, like, Star Wars and shit. <laughs> the last Star Wars was a mess. They ruined why my childhood. Was, why was Star Wars a girl? <laughs> Star Wars a boy. <laughs> Is that one of, is that what they're upset about? Yeah. Didn't didn't some of them one of them like petition to like have an just edit out all the parts where there was a woman on screen? <laughs> or just or just CGI a wang <laughs> onto her. Yeah, but then they'll be trans and then they don't like that either. Oh really? God. Yeah. <laughs> 
but through the through the to their misogyny and hatred, they become more progressive by creating a trans Star Wars character. <laughs> and then they get even angrier. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Star Wars. I, I played a video game for like the first time in ages the other day with my family. And I hate him. I hate him. You know, there's nothing fun about getting killed and respawning and then getting killed again and then respawning and getting killed for half an hour. I imagine you'll want longer intervals between the dying and the respawning. Yes! You die too quickly. No, you don't want to die too quickly. Yeah, no, definitely. You want to, like, live to the end, if anything else, but it works. Exactly. You, know, you, want, you want a long interval. Yeah, I want that character to live a good life. Just maybe start a family, go to college. Yeah. All those things. Got shut down in his prime. On his Call of Duty. It's tragic. Which is weird because that wasn't even a game you're playing. It wasn't. It was a cheap version of that one. Yeah. People didn't see it, but I just did a great face pull just then. Uh, That's what you're missing in the live comedy experience. Uh, the I'm lying down. See, Damien's lying down right now. And you don't even know. It's the magic of audio recording. We're not even in the same room. If you haven't told, been able to tell already, didn't think we needed to point it out, but we probably should be... Dumb-dumbs out there. See, I'm, I'm, I'm at home uh, where, where I live in a house, ladies. <laughs> Check this out. Look at this roof. Come get it. You want me to send you a link to that <laughs> Come get this roof, baby. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Now I'm just making sure that now, girl. What? Oh, <laughs> that's the look of a man who's gonna jump back and start texting. <laughs> I like the idea of like having to include your house in every Tinder pic just to let people know that you have shelter. Hey, I have a roof over my head. That's the that's in your Tinder bio, just the first line. I have a roof over my head. <laughs> Food on the table and a roof over my head. So what is it when I have like I try to have a charming Tinder bio? I get nothing. But I change it to something gross and repulsive. <laughs> I start getting matches. Do you? So my bio is now my music's a lot like flumes and that I also eat the booty. <laughs> oh man. And it works. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Look, people, people are there for, for gross human interactions. 
we can all agree. Give them, be up front with that grossness. That's all we're saying. On that I note. I don't want to eat a booty. <laughs> I'll eat a cake. Booty cake? Like a no. <laughs> okay. A booty shaped cake. <laughs> yeah, okay, there we go. There's and a compromise, brown. people. And it's brown, so when you eat it, it's like you're eating shit. Oh, on that note, we should probably wind it up, right? That's a good full stop end, right? Yeah, that went full circle of grossness. We had greasy stranglers, <laughs> booty eating. A that, lot of too much booty eating, I say. A lot, a lot. I think that uh, just... Spoil fucking. Oh, man. I wish you didn't even say that part. That's... Spoil fucking. It's, that's... Yeah, and he's mentioned the part where the woman gets an aborted fetus ripped out and then smokes it like a marijuana pipe. Oh, no. Never get high on your own supply. Nah, man. <laughs> At least the film's pro-choice. <laughs> Pro-weed and pro-choice. Yeah. God. If your choice is to smoke your fetus... <laughs> Who are we to judge? I mean, I am. Um, We're two white crackers. We don't know what's up. Yeah, I, look, I think you should be able to do whatever you, you're allowed to do, but smoking the fetus uh, just seems wrong. There I said it, call me a conservative. You can have it aborted, just don't smoke it. How dare you? I'm sorry. I believe in, in a, a right to choose. Whether or not you smoke your own aborted fetus. I'm going to go watch that film now and be upset for a week. (laughs) You stay classy, listeners. We've been late night party boys. Keep eating that booty. Thank you.